Hello and welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing podcast series. In this podcast, Lorenz Bernhardt, a partner with our PwC Berlin office, and Stefan Debetz, senior counsel with our PwC Brussels office, discuss big data and the global value chain, a topic of interest at our 2018 Transfer Pricing Global Conference. Have a listen. All right, with this introduction, let's go to a number of colleagues from from our territories, each of whom will present a specific item or a highlight from our global conference. And let me start with Stefan Debet. Stefan is a seasoned uh, international tax and transfer pricing expert. He will kind of elaborate a bit more about the um, professional stations he has seen his in his life. Um, and before um, I hand over to him, let me share his topic. His topic is big data and the global value chain. Stefan, now it's your turn. Thank you, Lawrence, and uh, hello to everyone. Uh, yes, indeed, I have quite some credentials up my sleeve and quite some formal lives. Um, I've started my tax career actually with the Belgian tax authorities doing international tax, uh, tax treaty negotiation, uh, transfer pricing, corporate income tax, uh, primary law, secondary law. Uh, then I got a bit fed up with the tax authorities, and then I moved over to the OECD in 2011, uh, just in time to get engaged in a small project called BEPS. And I did that till 2015. And after 2015, I thought it was time for another change. And then I moved over to PwC ever since. So that's now about three years doing transfer pricing, of course. Yeah, wonderful. That, that, that sounds terrific. Um, Stefan, on, on big data, I mean, um, what, what, what's the, the enlightening news? Or what's, I, I mean, one, one question we always have in, in Germany, I mean, is that a new intangible? Is, is it an intangible? Well, first, first we have to know what is an intangible. And, and then we, of course, have to look at what the OECD, in, in, in the framework of transfer pricing, of course, what the OECD has, has written. And it is something which is not a physical asset nor a, uh, nor a financial asset to be able to be owned or controlled and, of course, remunerated at arm's length if it were to be transferred between independent parties. So in such a way, big data could be considered an intangible, but at the same time, it could not be considered intangible because can it actually be owned or controlled? I mean, user data, for example, do you own it or do you or control it? Or is it actually doing something else that, that you own or control it? So that's the first thing that we need to, to discover. Is it really an intangible? Or is it something that adds value when you have big data? Is it something that adds value because some clever people within the, the organization make use of that big data, can filter it, can make it in something valuable. So that is, of course, what, what's really the matter, making use of that big data as such. And I always refer to, to it as, an, as another example with, with, with regard to sand, which is very tangible. But as such, when you do nothing with it, is it valuable? Or is it because you do something with it that it becomes valuable? So my example with sand, for example. sand. It's everywhere, and you can use it to make concrete, and to make it very concrete, if you mix it with, uh, uh, with cement, 
the, the, the right variety of, of concrete and uh, of, uh, of cement and, and sand make it, makes it concrete. But that kind of sand is not very, very expensive. But on the other hand, you have varieties of sand where you can make computer chips. That is the basis, that is the raw material for computer chips. And that kind of sand, of, of course, is more expensive than the sand that we use in our concrete that we mix with cement. And the same thing actually goes with, I would just say, with, with the raw data, with the big data. Big data, raw data, well, are they comparable? Are they not comparable? We first have to see what is the value, what can we do with it? So is it something like air that is everywhere? Is it something like a raw material, like the sand? Or is it something like fuel that we can use, that, that we can actually introduce into our system? And what should we do with it? Where lies the value? And therefore, is it an, actually an intangible? Or is it, is it something in an organization that drives the value or that can assist in driving the value? So that is actually the first question, I think, Lawrence, that we need to address. Okay. Of course, we have done some thinking also about the big data. And the first issue that you need to encounter is, well, if you have that big data, you have to let loose some, some algorithms. You have to let loose some, I would say, some, some smart people uh, on, on how, to, how to move forward. And we have kind of made a, a kind of value chain analysis, a kind of transfer pricing analysis of that big data. The first thing you need to do is, of course, to capture the big data. Where do you get your big data from? And there is already a first, perhaps, quality element that's in there, that you have to have the right raw data, big data coming in. But at that moment in time, it is only, I would say, the raw data. It's not yet perfect. You need to clean it. You need to actually do some, uh, do some activities with it. You need to clean it. You need, you need to aggregate. You need to combine. You, you need to disaggregate some data. You actually need to retrieve the data that you actually need. Curating is that risk scope. And after then, when you have that big data actually slimming down to what you can actually use, then you can kind of analyze the data that comes forward, analyze the data that comes forth from your actually raw data. And when you have analyzed it, you have let go your algorithms on the data, then you can take decision on what you're going to do with that data. So actually the big data can go through a whole lot of processes before you actually come down to real usable data from, for example, from, from users. In this wheel of fortune, what I call is this value chain analysis of big data. The first thing you need to do is to identify what are the value creating activities. And there you have already two issues, or you can have several issues. But the first issue is about the algorithm. Is it the algorithm that drives the value, or is it the people that have designed the, the algorithm that actually drives the value? But if it is a second case, well, nowadays you have self-learning algorithms. How should you then cope with, with this kind of self-learning algorithms? Or is it the people that are behind, are behind that self-learning algorithm that actually have created the value? And you can see I'm moving actually a bit away from the actual raw data because that is here our, our raw material, I would say. So you need to identify actually the entities where, well, let us call it the significant people functions, the significant functions with regard to that the data are available, where they are actually performed. And then we also, what we need to do in, in this whole cycle, in this value chain analysis, 
whether we can find from a transfer pricing perspective some market comparables in actually performing the, these functions. Might not always be easy, that's not what I'm saying, but at least it is a kind of approach to work, to, to have a kind of transfer pricing approach, value chain approach with regard to those big data. I hope that has clarified a bit, Lawrence. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I like both aspects. I mean, both kind of the, or, or one kind of the process you described, going from capturing data, cleansing them, combining them, curate, analyze, and decisioning, yeah, where kind of you, you see the flow of activities. And I could imagine that the quality becoming an intangible, yeah, you get more and more along these steps as, as kind of the, the one aspect. And the second aspect, I know the very good questions he asks, you know, what's the value creating activity? Identify the significant people functions and determine the market comparables. Um, so Stefan, in, and that's a very practical, I mean, our clients are looking for practically um, functioning approaches and I think that's that's functioning. Stefan, kind of what's the conclusion? I mean, in, in, in a minute or two, what's kind of the, the conclusion or wh where to take it from there? Well, well I think, Lawrence, if, if I can just follow up with what you just have said, I mean, indeed, you're building up an intangible. It's like on, on, on that you start with a small intangible, if I can use that expression, you use it as a kind of platform to go to somewhat, I would say, more valuable which creates another platform, which you can come to another platform, which, which even creates a bit more value. So the first thing to do is to identify those platforms and to identify the IP or perhaps the value drivers that, that are behind it. So what, what also are the key takeaways, I, I would say, is, is the structure that our client is working in, does it need to be revisited? Does it is it really still... I would say, in good shape to address these issues. I'm not saying that it must change, but perhaps we need to change certain bits of it, including perhaps the funding question, because, of course, with the new transfer pricing guidelines, funding has gone, gone a bit, um, I would say, uh, has gone out through the back door, but perhaps we need to, to bring it in through the front door because still funding it needs to be reassessed, but it is still still very much important. Also, I would say is document what you're doing. Be prepared on documentation. And not only for country-by-country country reporting, but of course that comes in, not only for master file or local file, but indeed document what you're doing in this, I would say, this value chain of, of intangibles. And then also, perhaps for all clients, not only the ones who are dealing with this big data, but I would say for all data, for, for, for all clients, pay attention to your data, pay attention to your IP, because every company nowadays works with this big data, works with their customers, work with the data from their customers. So take it along with you. It can be, I would say, a valuable source. So the data that you're using, the algorithm that you're using, there might be some new bunch of, of uh, a new bunch of new IP that is embedded within the organization. That would be, I would say, my my my, my major key takeaways. Okay, wonderful. These these were the, the the taking actions, and this was Stefan de Betz from our Belgian office on big data and the global Thank value you very chain. Much, Thanks again, My Stefan. Pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you would like more information about this topic, please email the speakers. Their email addresses can be found in the description of this episode.
we will be publishing several more podcasts that highlight specific topics from our 2018 TP Global Conference. Thank you.